This is Liz. And this is Sharon. And you're listening to Unrefined She. The well-being podcast for women like you who want to explore your health, claim your space, question norms, and live your best lives. Hosted weekly by entrepreneurs and women's health experts, Liz Winters and Sharon Bailey. As always, please keep in mind that the information shared on this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be considered medical advice. And now, let's dive in. This episode of Unrefined She is brought to you by our friends at Primally Pure. Try quality skincare that's organic with ingredients thoughtfully sourced that you can pronounce at primallypure.com. Use code UNREFINED10 for 10% off your first purchase. That's primallypure.com. Use code UNREFINED10. Hello, everyone. Hi, Liz. Happy New Year. (laughs) Happy New Year. Don't mind me. I've just got the giggles over here. It's fine. It's fine. It's early. Welcome to the show, y'all. Welcome to the show. We're Uh, here. Oh, um, how are you today, Liz? Uh, I am great. I am great, actually. We're about to leave 2020. We're going to say so long, farewell, adieu. Yeah. Thanks for all the lessons. 2020. See you later. <laughs> right. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. And we're going to step into a new year. New bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was listening to Brene Brown's podcast because she is like my my guiding light in life. And uh, she was talking about how this year was full of FFTs, fucking first times, a whole bunch of FFTs. Oh. And, uh, oh, it's such a good episode and how like moving forward, it's not like we're going to have less FFTs. Like, it's not like we're just going to go back to the normal way things were like, Mm -hmm. it's just, and if we do like shame on us. Right. But anyway, so just (laughs) leaving 2020 behind and all of its FFTs and also knowing, like, I know every year people are like put up the memes like fuck you whatever year it is and your dumpster fire and like 2020 is gonna be like the most memed out see you later year (laughs) but But it's it's not like we're gonna move forward and it's just gonna get better because the number changes right (laughs) yes yes but do you remember how excited people were for 2020 we're like yes new decade we got this <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be our year i yeah. mean i remember sitting down at the end of last year being like yes 2020 yeah, 2020 bring do it. this uh-huh there was totally. something so powerful in those numbers mm-hmm. and like 2020 is like hold my beer <laughs> like totally <laughs> <laughs> well you, i don't go ahead <laughs> i would say i follow this account on instagram called 30 af like 30s book and oh, nice it is hilarious, but it was this woman, and I think she might have been drunk, but she was reading her goals that she set in December of 2019 for 2020, and it was like, travel more. Oh, God. Lose weight. <laughs> uh, I, like, hang out with, be more social. And yeah, she just, make like, more cry friends. laughing, like, just... Just like, fuck you. This is the most ridiculous thing. And it's like one of those things. Am I laughing? Am I crying? Does it matter? Does it matter? 
It was too much. It was too funny. I was like, I feel that. I feel that on so many levels. So many levels. I mean, so many people do. And I know there's, there's so many people that have struggled on levels this year that I will never, ever understand. But I think for sure for, for me, one of the takeaways is like, this is our year in the sense that like, you don't really grow unless you're getting just totally pummeled in life. Like, I feel like you have to step into that discomfort. Right. And 2020 Mm. was like, okay, well, none of y'all are going to do this on your own. So I'm just going to fucking do it for you. Here's a bitch slap. Smack, smack, smack. Oh, you want another one? Okay. It's just the gift that keeps on giving. It's just the gift that nobody, nobody would have actually signed up for. I didn't register for that shit. No. (laughs) (laughs) This was not on my Amazon wish list. (laughs) Totally. Right. Oh my God. I know. I was looking at, I was recapping like business expenses and I was like, wow, I did a lot better this year. And then I looked and I was like, oh, I didn't get on a plane four times like I normally do. Oh my God. (laughs) Right. I mean, that was like, that was a huge eye opener. Like another quote unquote gift from this year is that like my business expenses were very minimal. Like I wasn't renting an office anymore. I wasn't going Mm -hmm. out to the coffee shop to work. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to two to three conferences like I normally would. Mm -hmm. So like airplane travel, hotel, et cetera. And that was like made a huge difference. Yeah. Everything else got a lot more expensive in my rest of my life, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You know, buying a house and all that stuff. Buying a house. Yeah. 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 There are a lot of lessons to be learned. A lot of lessons to take away from 2020 for sure. Oh, well, so I want to know what is, as we like step into this new year, what's cooking in your kitchen? Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, I didn't tell you this before we we hit record because I wanted it to just be new for everyone. So (laughs) I've got my excited face on. I know it's actually not what's (laughs) cooking in my kitchen. It's what I shouldn't have cooked in my kitchen. And this is just like rolling out the end of 2020. So yesterday I was laid up in bed with food poisoning all day. Stop it. No, I'm serious. It was like, okay, cool. Um, I ate some leftovers that had <laughs> that there was one ingredient that was just a little too old, but I had put so much hot sauce on it. I didn't, I forgot that it was in there. And so yesterday I was down for the count. I somehow oh managed God. to wake up, make chili and cookies before I <laughs> I know. I don't know. And while I was like in the, well, we had all this pumpkin that I had baked and was like, okay, I need to do something with this pumpkin. And so I had this plan and yesterday I woke up and I was like, God, I feel like crap. I'm maybe I'm just really tired. I don't know. And so I'm in the kitchen. I'm like dealing with the pumpkin, getting the chili in the crock pot. I'm halfway through making these pumpkin cookies with Fox. And I, it just like hits me and I'm like, I need to go lay down. And somehow I got the damn cookies in the oven and then I was out for the whole rest of the day. And my husband was like, well, thanks for uh, doing that. At least making food, you know? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, so it's really more about what's not cooking in my kitchen is those leftovers ever again, obviously. But (laughs) yeah, was it like, is it going to be like a type of food that you can like never eat again? No, luckily not. Like luckily everything was okay. Like I didn't, it was very mild. It was a very small amount of whatever it was, but it was enough to just like take me out for the day and try to figure out what the hell was going on. I was like, this doesn't make sense. And here's the annoying part. I mean, all of it was annoying, but here's the most (laughs) annoying part is that it was my day that I, my longest work day 
And it was the day of the, my cycle where I usually get the most shit done. And oh, instead man. I was like done. So I just <laughs> binged watch Marvel all day. Cause that's how I roll. My husband's like, God, you're such a dork. And I'm like, I don't care. I my love body Marvel. is trying to destroy me. <laughs> well, my body is trying to destroy. Me. Well, it was more like it's your superhero origin story, right? It's there. my origin story, and that was it. <laughs> I, I ate the old ham. Okay, there it is. I ate some old. Ham. Oh no! <laughs> it was like tiny little pieces. Okay, I, but I didn't even taste it because it was. I just got so nauseous. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I know. It. I didn't taste it. It didn't taste bad. My nose is really like really cued into things like I, mm. I still have my smelling superpower that pregnancy left me with so Plus normally that. I'm like okay and I did, forgot that it was in there it was like tiny little pieces in these cooked down collards and like this parsnip mashed potato mash and I just like mm -hmm. mixed it all together and threw some hot sauce on it you know and like you do like you do and <laughs> ate it and was like okay cool and so it was like the smallest amount you know and I think that's why I didn't get food poisoning too bad like it wasn't like all the horrible things that come with food poisoning but it was definitely like my body was like oh okay you need to rest and the night before I had been laying in bed I have this gratitude journal I hate journaling but I've started <laughs> y'all know this I talk about it all the time how much I hate journaling but I've started just sitting down and writing down the few things that like three things every night that I'm grateful for and then just a couple of like little like reflections over the day if there's something that comes up and I wrote my body a love letter and just was telling it how much I'm gonna try to take care of it in the next fucking day I have food poisoning I love it oh my god I'm like the irony of 2020 the gift that just keeps getting over and over and over again I debated telling this but I was like you know I really feel like it fits in the whole theme of like coming up with all these intentions for or however we're moving into the new year and all these plans and then how life is just like oh yeah you think so how about right. this <laughs> try me come at try me, me. let's do this <laughs> eat that eat those leftovers and I'm like I usually if something is left over after a day I won't even eat it but I was solo parenting and I was just like it was getting late and I was like, oh, I just need to fucking eat something. I'll just eat these leftovers and throw some hot sauce on it. And like, <laughs> I feel like the hot sauce should have killed anything. I know. More hot sauce. Well, it's homemade fermented hot sauce. If it's super Shut spicy. Yeah. <laughs> but we have jars of it in the fridge. That's amazing. It's just like pour it on there. Hot sauce for you. Hot sauce for everybody. Yeah. Uh, in another year. Anyway, that's what's cooking in my kitchen. What's cooking in your kitchen? Oh, my. Well, I mean, nothing that exciting. <laughs> Uh, by the time this airs, I will have a kitchen. I don't know. That's probably not true. Stop. Oh my God. I just like need to put that out and be in that intention out in the world. Uh -huh. <laughs> really, I'm just like imagining this. Like, please, if, if by the time this airs, cause like we do, we record a couple weeks ahead of time or a week ahead of time. <laughs> if I don't have a kitchen by the time 2021 comes around, it doesn't have to be even fully functioning. But if I don't have fucking cabinets up, my marriage is in trouble. <laughs> You're like, literally do not give me anything else but some damn cabinets. Like, is that so yeah. much to ask? <laughs> this is all I want. The cabinets are here. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to get into the room. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's just, <laughs> that's a whole episode <laughs> that nobody wants to listen to. <laughs> 
Um, well, I'll talk about Business Kitchen because yes, you can only hear so many toaster oven and instant pot adventures. Um, so I am, <laughs> I, I like hate. I like. I'm embarrassed to say this. I'm launching a new program, and I the reason I'm embarrassed to say that is because I feel like as a three every five minutes, I'm like, and so I've got this new program. Totally. Yes. <laughs> But really what I've done is funneled all of my work and ways that I serve my clients and community into one offering. And for that, I am really excited because I think one of my words for 2021 is simplify and connection. Like those are like my two like Mm. themes that I'd like to move into that year with. So with this program... It's called the Badass Birthers Club, Woo-hoo! and I am really excited about it. Um, I feel like that offers an opportunity for everyone to simplify and find connection. So I am really, really jazzed. I've been spending the last couple months like dreaming this up and working on it with team, and so it's going to be coming out, or it's going to be we're doing like a pre-launch, a little pre-sale action. Uh, in a couple weeks from when this airs. And so that's going to be really exciting. And then the full program um, will be launching in March. So I'm giving myself like a legitimate amount of time to get things done. <laughs> Good Which move. Not, uh-huh. not my, it's part of my simplify thing. <laughs> Normally when I'm like, why have an idea for a program and I have like hmm, 30% of it done, I was like, okay, well, we'll fin- just finish the rest of it and it'll be out in two weeks. So right. Right, totally. I won't do that to my team. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm just really, really excited because it's basically the whole program is built around um like I have this fertile foundations framework. So it's supporting your body through movement and nutrition. It's supporting your mind, like reframing what's normal through pregnancy and postpartum and beyond and um helping you find support and community and then, you know, getting into the nitty-gritty of like baby and parenting and everything that that Mm. entails. So those are just kind of like the four, like that's the framework of the program. Um, And it's just how people cut the shit. Like you're tired of like having all of this bullshit that we're fed through pregnancy and postpartum. And like, I always call it like the Pinterest perfect expectations, like Mm -hmm. Pinterest Mm -hmm. perfect pregnancy. Like that's not what this is. And if like none of that resonates with you, then come talk to me. Totally. I got things for you. Oh, that's so great. I mean, when I was pregnant, I was like, oh, it's all supposed to be this certain way. It's supposed to be this. I should do this. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I know there's so many people out there who have that same experience. I mean, I saw it so much when I was a birth worker. And it's like, look, Pinterest is great for recipes, but it serves you a lot of bullshit too on how things quote unquote should be. Well, and I feel like there isn't really a space for pregnant and postpartum people who haven't like dreamed of being a mom their whole life or being a parent their whole life. And so when you step into this world, you're like, is there space for me to parent in the way that I want to parent without losing my Mm -hmm. identity, without losing my career? And I feel like there's this like, there's this huge struggle with like a loss of control and a loss of autonomy with like changing body. And then, you know, like the changes don't stop once pregnancy is over. Mm -mm. Like if not, they like, they double up, right? Yeah. (laughs) Again, baby says, hold my beer. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Um, And Uh so I think really my goal with this is to provide a space for people to explore like what 
parenting can look like for them Mm. and really get in touch with like their physical bodies, but also defining their own values and wants and needs. And we're really cultivating that support and community that allows that to flourish in a way that feels good. Um, Mm. So again, you aren't having to lean into, I like, for me, I'm like thinking of like gender reveal parties and, you know, creating this like beautiful nursery and like all of these things are totally valid, right? Like it's totally a valid way to go about parenting and pregnancy. So it's not like a dig on that. Mm-hmm. Um, is it my experience and my joy? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Right. I love setting up the nursery. I'm still working on it, but it's also, <laughs> there are other ways to go about it. And I just right. want different voices to be heard. So again, right. if you aren't in the pink and blue and pretty, all the per- showing up perfectly through that, all of that, then come talk to me. <laughs> right. And what even is perfect? I mean, seriously, what is even, is it? Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, I love that. That's going to be yeah. so awesome. Well, I know no, you'll just really pumped. keep us up to date on that because absolutely, what an amazing offering. Mm, yay. Yeah. If anybody's interested in that, just shoot me a message and we can chat and make sure it's the right fit for you. And if you have questions, like I'm here for it. Um, just want to make sure, I think especially through pregnancy and postpartum fit is so important. Like what, not like fitness, but like mm-hmm. fit within a program, like making sure absolutely. that you feel seen and heard. Just like choosing a doula or yes. choosing a healthcare provider, like mm-hmm. there are a bajillion healthcare providers, right? But do they all work for you? No. no. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you find the person that works for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that, that alone is hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, oh, that's awesome, Liz. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. Yay. Thanks. So I think it's going to be a really good year. I was messaging you and we have another, or oh, Laurel, Dr. Laurel, I almost called her. Dr. Laurel. Dr. Laurel. Um, <laughs> I was like, I've got a lot of high vibe energy. I gotta lean into it right now. <laughs> I know. I loved getting that message while I was laying in bed with food poisoning. And I was like, you get it, girl. <laughs> get it. I have enough energy for everybody right now. Yes. Good. <laughs> it's awesome. It's all the coffee. But I think it's, I'm, I'm going to like kind of us into our new year. For me, like I, I love reflecting on the year that we've had and then kind of casting that vision in the most way possible mm-hmm. for the new year to see mm-hmm. what's going to happen. And hopefully my list won't look like that 30 AF Instagram girl from 2019. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I just think it's, I, I really like the new year, but I think we also get fought a lot of thought. We get fed a lot of new bullshit. Oh Um, my God, girl. (laughs) Let's talk about that. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Actually, hold on. I want to hold the phone. Yes. Holding. Do we have a couple other things we want to talk about? Oh, yes. Okay. You want to talk Should about we, that now? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's talk about that now. Um, do we want to pause first and hear from our sponsors? Yeah. See, look, this is how we build the ship, literally walking out into the ocean. <laughs> We're like, wait, do we want to do this now? <laughs> Taking y'all on that journey with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's hear from our sponsors. Sponsor time. Sponsor time. Hey there, listeners. Sharon here. This week's episode is brought to you by our friends at Rockin' Roots Farm. If you have listened to any episode with me, you know how much I love CBD. I literally put it on everything. I am that CBD mom. I have also seen CBD help so many of my clients with pain, anxiety, period cramps, and even mild depression. 
Liz and I personally use CBD in our daily lives, and that is why we are honored and excited to have Rockin' Roots Farm sponsor Unrefined She. Rockin' Roots is a family-run farm and herbal medicine brand. John and Candace, the farmers and product makers at Rockin' Roots, pride themselves on using regenerative agriculture while growing beyond organic hemp and vegetables. They are deeply invested in supporting their community through education programs on the farm and pay-what-you-can vegetable stands during growing season, all while creating affordable CBD and herbal products. Looking for a sustainable gift this holiday season? Spread a little CBD love. Liz and I are giving CBD to clients, family, and friends this year because it really is the perfect gift for just about anyone with price points to fit all budgets. We love Rockin' Roots, and we know you will too. Shop their CBD and herbal product lines at www.rockinrootsfarm.com. That's rock, the letter N, rootsfarm.com. And select Unrefined She from the drop-down menu as your affiliate at checkout. So let's talk about what's coming down the pipeline for the podcast. Uh, the podcast the kitchen. There's so the much podcast good. podcast kitchen. Yes. Some good shit cooking in the Unrefined kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, so we launched a Patreon community. Sure um, did. And then didn't tell anybody how to sign up for it. So now we're telling mm-hmm. you how to sign up for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just needed to just sit there for a little bit and make sure that it, you know, was going to stay <laughs> or something. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just it was one of those like, oh, this is here. Oh, we've already recorded this episode. Oh, this is here. Oh, oh nope. It's gone. Okay. Yeah. So now we're going to tell you about our Patreon community and how you can Ooh. join and be a member and all the fun things, um, fun options of being a member of our Patreon community. Yeah, it's just a really great way to support the podcast. So if you like hanging out with us um, each week, in fact, I'm going to pause for a second. I want to read the review because I feel like this actually helps yes. set the stage for our community. So we... We got, it was like the review disappeared for a second. It's like, oh my God, where'd it go? We got a new review from um, a listener and the the title got cut off. So it says like hanging in a room with my, hopefully I'm assuming good friends, buddies, (laughs) not worst nightmare. I don't know. But the review says, I listened to my first episode of Unrefined She twice. And then I listened with my mom and my sister. We kept having that. Yes moment. Liz and Sharon felt so relatable. It was like hanging in a room with my sisters. Oh, that's probably what she said. I felt energized and inspired by the end of the episode. I love that so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And that's, I think what our goal is with the Patreon is like to create this community to like hang out. And like one of the um, things that we're going to be doing is hosting virtual coffee dates Mm -hmm. and um, providing just another way to cultivate community and connection. Um, the virtual world isn't going away, y'all, right? Like, Mm-mm. not right now. Not Mm-mm. right now. So mm-hmm. we are very, very excited. So you can head over to the show notes. There will be a link there to sign up. We'll also put, drop it on our Instagram as well. And there are a few different tiers to choose from. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing virtual coffee ga- coffee dates. There's going to be some swag. You get discount on she shops and retreats. And the first 10 people that are going to join... we're going to send you a welcome thank you gift which we're really excited about and speaking of retreats yes yes mark your calendars (laughs) for february 27th 
I should have done February twenty seventh. <gasps> yeah, drumroll, please. That was my drumroll. Yeah. Uh, we are hosting our first virtual retreat the last weekend in february it's going to be a day-long retreat and uh we're going to have some really badass guests uh guest speakers so we'll be giving more information as we move forward but go ahead and mark your calendar and our patreon peeps you get i think it's is it certain tiers or is it all you Patreons? get a discount i think it's all all of them. i think it's everyone all. gets a discount okay. everyone gets a discount you get a discount you get a discount <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yeah. they'll get first access to sign up for the retreat as well to get there yes. get that spot yeah so super excited we're super excited we're also cooking up a in-person retreat in the nearish future nearish in covid times future if everyone will stay home and wear a damn mask <laughs> yeah Yes, please, please, with sugar and whatever on top. Yeah, vitamin yeah. D. <laughs> and vitamin D, yeah, actually scratch the sugar. That's probably D. Yeah. So lots of good things going on. Did we just totally overwhelm you all with our threeness? Uh, Liz is launching a new program, and we have a Patreon community, and we're doing a retreat. <laughs> Oh, 2021 man. 2021 that was like some basic threeness too like <laughs> so basic what it actually to give you a behind the scenes of our conversation so sharon and i hop on zoom like once a week or so and we connect through boxer several times a week and i think we went from hey we should do another workshop to we are planning a virtual retreat and in-person retreat and like three more workshops and I don't know, mass producing a skincare guide. We were skin, gonna... oh, a, oh, a skincare guide. That's what a was. video skincare guide. We're going to do a this... video skincare guide. <laughs> I think this That's was in the span story. of like 15 minutes. We came yeah. up with all this shit for us to do. <laughs> so this is actually us reining it in. Yeah. <laughs> We're keeping it minimal here. Keeping it basic. You're free. But if there are specific things that you would like to hear and see from us, please let us know. Let we'll us know. Make, we'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. We'll focus our energies on that. Versus totally. Let's get so, Speaking of focusing our energies, let's talk oh. about what's what's up in 2021. This new year, new bullshit. New year, new bullshit. So how do you feel about the new year? Like what comes up for you? Oh, girl. Um... Well, for me, I feel like I, I have mixed feelings about when the new year actually starts. Like, I really feel like it starts on winter solstice. Oh, okay. Love that. I feel like there's this transition that happens from winter solstice to the end of like the calendar year. Um, and so that's like a really good time to like chill and reset and get ready for that like transition. This is a new, newly acquired, like appreciation for this like transition in time but you know for the longest time and even after I like I had kind of this understanding that like setting new year's goals wasn't really the thing for me I would still feel obligated to do so Mm. and because I know like I know myself and as soon as I tell myself that something is set in stone I'm like fuck you no it's not and I immediately revolt against it So I can't say like, I'm going to work out every day because I will not. Is that your, or is, are you a rebel in like four tendencies? We haven't talked about that personality. No, I'm a questioner. Oh, okay. I could see that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Question. Oh, yes, we, I think we had that conversation. 
skincare business as well. <clears throat> anyway, uh, maybe we should save that for the Patreon community. Yeah, we'll um, save that. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> put a pin in that. So I am, um, but I, what I like to do every year, because I do like to have a goal that I can work toward, is to accomplish something that challenges my body in the year. Oh, okay. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so that way it's something I can work toward, right? Mm -hmm. So like sometimes it's climbing a mountain. Uh, One year it was giving birth, um, which is hard. Just a casual, you know. This year I think I'm going to birth a human. Hmm. Um, The year I broke my tailbone, I had the, the like, I was going to do a handstand, which I've never done before shockingly enough well probably not since I was a kid so I was like I want to be able to like kick up into a handstand and like hold it but then I broke my tailbone against a wall or no like standing free standing yeah girl but then I broke my tailbone and I'm finally finally like really starting to feel recovered from that and Mm -hmm. and even still I have issues with it so that one didn't happen but I like to just set a really big goal for every year this year, I think, is um, probably going to be climbing a mountain. I want to climb a 14er. So that's like a big Ooh. thing in Colorado is like yeah. we have a bunch of 14,000 feet mountains around. And so um, I think the one that I'm going to climb is Mount Snuffles, which is a hilarious Stop name. Stop it. Yeah. Stop <laughs> Snuffles. it. Snuffles. <laughs> Snuffles or Snuffles? Snuffles. Oh, I heard Snuffles. So I oh, no, yeah. That. Well, gonna, we're going to have to rename that. Like, I I'm think a little like, snuffle up, snuffle yeah, up a guess. Snuffle up a guess. <laughs> Yeah, Mount Snuffles, which is in um, right by Telluride. So okay. it's this like epically pointy mountain and uh, <laughs> hard as fuck. And uh, I think I'm going to climb it this year. So so what that does is it like sets me up for like, OK, I have a long term goal, which means like I need to be moving every day. I need mm. to be this and, you know, or not every day, but like I need to be more proactive about being in the type of shape that it takes to climb a mountain like that, as opposed to being like, in January, I'm going to exercise every day and lose 30 pounds, which is like, how many times did I tell myself that? Right. <laughs> like, new year, and, new bullshit. Yeah. And it never <laughs> panned out. And then it set me up for the whole rest of the year feeling like I wasn't going to accomplish the goals that I set right. out to do. And so that has been kind of the way I've redirected my thought process around that is like, what do I want to look at for my long-term goal? It goes back to the, the whole like tactic that my husband uses when he does like long distance things of like thinking about the last 10 miles or the first 10 miles of his 150 mile bike ride, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just kind of looking at like, what's my longer term interest of this coming year and and what kind of goals do I want to set for my body that are attainable and not just like not looking at my body in a way that it needs to change in any way but more of like how can I support my body to like do this thing that I want to accomplish yes I love that kind of reframe rather than it's it's not necessarily like an aesthetic or you're doing it for your own reasons so even if it were an aesthetic right good for fucking you <laughs> right totally yeah totally yeah it's like <laughs> i was telling you like i really want to talk about this whole thing with lizzo getting shit for doing a juice cleanse because you know first of all let a person do whatever they want it's their body right. you know <laughs> and the fact that so many people were really upset that you know they had put all of this 
kind of faith in her as like a figurehead for this like body positive movement. And, and part of the body positive movement is, you know, being able to do what you want with your body. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's like where people miss the mark. And I, I, what's so frustrating to me is that like, you can want to lose weight. You can want to change your body. You can do all of these things and do it in a way that does not support diet culture and does yes. not or like condone diet culture and it is positive for you. It's about body autonomy. Absolutely. Because diet culture is really just a system of the patriarchy. <laughs> totally. And you know, totally. like all that shit, like you need to be smaller in life. Mm. You need to, you know, and it's like, girl, if you want to lose some weight, by all means, like lose some weight, but don't do it because you want to not because, you know, people are selling it to you. People are marketing it to you or, or you've been fed your entire life that like your body needs to look a certain way. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've eaten that shit up so much since I was like four. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. When I, I used to, um, teach this preschool class and there was this I mean, this was 15 years ago. There was this five-year-old girl who was thin as a rail and was talking about how fat she was, and which like, I'm you know sure she's she, getting that from her parents, which right? she or got her from her mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really broke my heart because I'm like, God, it's just so ingrained in our culture, mm-hmm. you know, to look what a certain way. And it's like, oh man, it breaks my heart. But Anyway, that's my <laughs> yeah. my long windy road about my kind of take on that. But like what are what are your thoughts about? I mean, I know we've we kind of like set into this to just have a conversation and like um like what's your take on New Year and on really on also how the wellness industry portrays the New Year because yeah. that it's a bunch of bullshit. It is a bunch of bullshit. I mean, I think there's a lot of power in in the New Year. For me, I really I really enjoy the markers of like the new year or like a new school year. Mm-hmm. And I think it's part of my personality is that I just really like this, this opportunity to like pause, reflect and reset. And you can do that at any point. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of like collective energy around the new year. So mm-hmm. it feels more powerful and like, cause everyone is doing it. And I think that goes to show like how powerful community can be, even yes. though it's like a global community. Right. And we're mm-hmm. all kind of like, we're going to do this, whatever this might be, we're going to do it. And so I think leaning into that energy can be really incredible, but it's also really easy to get swept up in the, like the shoulds and really get sucked into like the marketing around this time of year, Mm -hmm. which is like, like you were talking about, get smaller, make this your year of health, um, you know, do this diet, finally lose the baby weight, whatever, you know? And again, all of these like actions can be totally valid. Like if you want it to be your year of health, fuck yeah. Make it your year of health. Yeah. But I think it's again, goes back to maybe our conversation earlier. It's about autonomy, right? Mm -hmm. It's about like your like choice to do this and not getting sucked up in like the shoulds because there is going to be another magic pill that does X, Y, and Z. There's going to be that magical supplement that you just have to take. There's going to be the new fancy bike that you have to buy. And like, know what? You don't have to buy any of those things. That's right. Like you don't have to. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it's also the, as we're stepping into this space where you can feel this collective energy, you know, it's, it's almost like, 
I have never been to a Tony Robbins event where you like run across the coals or anything like that. But I imagine like this energy is kind of the same, like, <laughs> like it's like, they're like really powerful uh-huh. things about like conferences, right? Yes. You get like swept up in the moment. Um, like there's this energy that's like why these things, it's why like summits exist. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think there's an opportunity to pause and be like, is this a fire that I want to run across? Totally. Totally. And where is it going to take me? And where is it going to take you? What are you going to get out of this? Right. So I don't know if I have necessarily like a profound point to make out of this, but yeah. it's just something to something to keep in mind. Like join the gym. Great. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I like I like to tell clients to like explore why. Like if you yes. want to lose weight, good for you. But why? Yeah. Like what's the why behind it? Is it an identity thing? Mm-hmm. And I also like to explore the opposite. Okay, cool. This is a great goal. What will happen if you don't meet this goal? Right. What is life going to be like? Right. And then I think that's a great way to weigh out, like, is this actually important to you? Mm-hmm. Are there other ways that you can get to this end goal? Like, what is this going to change? Totally. And I, I know we're using like weight loss and stuff like that, but you can put financial goals. You can put like whatever your goals might be. But I think the wellness industry is all about like lose the weight. Yeah. I mean, that's usually the thing around 20 20- 21 (laughs) new year's like is just and i think what you were saying the why like you know the purpose behind your choices like what what's the purpose because if you're going to choose to do something large then you know the purpose behind it has to be something that'll sustain you yeah and 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 the purpose is for you and the purpose for for you you. it's not for anybody it's not to justify it to friends family society etc this is this is for you. You do not have to justify why you want to climb a mountain. Exactly. Exactly. It's my thing. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think, um, one of the reasons why I feel like moving into a new year and all of the like goals start coming up, which I really appreciate. It's like set a goal. Great. But you know, look at why you're doing it. Also kind of making a game plan, like what's realistic for you, for your body, for your family culture, for the times that it is like the Mm -hmm. time of year even. But, you know, there's this transition that happens. Like we go through the holidays, there's so much energetic output and it's like pouring things out into the world. Like you're pouring things into your family or your friends or, you know, buying gifts or eating your, and then you're also consuming, consuming, consuming. And so the idea of moving into a new year is like a really nice marker. I mean, there's been multiple times where like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it through the holidays, even this year. And I'm like, what holidays am I trying to make it through? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm going to all these parties and shit like that, but it's like, I'm going to make it through, just got to make it through. And then I'm going to like be here regain my health. And I'm like, why do I have to do that? Why can't I look at today right now? you know, as a day to like make a choice, make choices for my body that feel good or make choices for my family that feel good or like whatever the thing is like, why, why do I have to wait? And I think what, one thing that happens, I mean, I know this is airing on new year's Eve, but like people tend to just wait. And then I think they put off the choices that they want to be making and really Mm -hmm. like the idea of folding these you know, goals for yourself just into your life in the long term is uh, is so much more sustainable than being like, I'm going to wait till this day and do this thing. And then I want to see results by, you know, February 1st. Mm-hmm. And right. like, that's really sets most people up, I think, for for, you know, not for success, 
which is like yeah. totally unfortunate, you know? And, and I get like really pissed at the wellness community because I'm just like, y'all are setting people up for n- not success, <laughs> the opposite of success. And it's like, if you really want to serve people, then meet them where they are and serve them how they need to be served as opposed mm-hmm. to just like, I'm going to just throw this shit out there and like, you know, see how many people I can get in my quote unquote program or sign up for my gym or whatever, as mm-hmm. opposed to like really serving people in the long term in their goals for their body and their being. Yeah. I love that. You know, last year, um, for like our new, our new year's episode, we talked about, um, setting habit-based goals versus mm. outcome-based goals. And I think that that is something that I still really stand by. Like, it's really awesome. Like I want to make, you know, a hundred thousand dollars this year or whatever that number might be, mm-hmm. but just setting that huge lofty goal or lose 50 pounds or, you know, climb a mountain. Great. But I think you need to set those incremental goals and those habit-based goals along the way, because yes. it's not like you're going to go tomorrow and go climb your what did you call it? A 14er? Is that what 14er. It is? Mm-hmm. 14er. Let me <laughs> learn the ling- lingo. Um, I mean, there's training that you have to do. There mm-hmm. are day-to-day habits that you have to do. So like, what is that? Like take that big lofty goal. Okay. hundred K. Okay. Well, what do you need to sell each month? What are you going to sell? Who are you going to talk to? Right. Like what, it, what does this look like on right. a long-term basis? And then at the end of the year, if you don't get to that goal, you at the very least have like, well, I put in these habits I made this kind of progress because if we put all of our eggs in that one, like weight loss basket, let me just bring every single metaphor into one sentence. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be really bummed Cause you're going to look at the year and be like, wow, I didn't lose that 50 pounds. Right. Or actually you have regained the energy to run around with your kids. You now drink water every morning before your coffee. You lost 20 pounds and gained 10 pounds of muscle. Right. Like, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, I think again, going back to habit-based goals and setting yourself up in a sustainable way. So you don't fall into the quick fixes and the latest fad supplement and Mm -hmm. that promise that this one thing is going to be, you know, the saving grace of us all. And I think we have some really great interviews lined up this month to kind of talk about Mm -hmm. new year, new bullshit. Mm -hmm. And what I appreciate about from all of these guests, because we're kind of featuring some awesome health coaches and nutritionists and et cetera, insert title here, Uh (laughs) (laughs) is that they really, again, focus on habit-based, sustainable change. Totally. Not do this and this will happen. You know, it's, it's and you'll look like me or you'll, you'll look make like money me. like me or you'll blah, blah, blah. Right. Like me. Yeah. It's not about the other person. It's about no, what's happening internally. I, I think, um, I think one of the base level things for any goal that you set is really the self understanding because mm. when you know what your body is capable of, and I'm not just like, I'm not talking like put limitations there, but like, like something that, um, Melissa Urban of whole 30, I love her so much. And one of the things she was talking about was her abs and how, um, she's like, I've always had ab muscles and like, they've always been really defined and people ask me about them all the time. And the reality is, is just, that is what my body does. It's just what my body does. And, Mm. but not, not everybody's body does that. And so, 
you know, when you're trying to like set a goal for yourself, it's like basing your body's outcome off of what somebody else's body is capable of is Mm -hmm. not setting yourself up for success for whatever it is that you want from that outcome. And so like knowing your body's own ability, like I know I'm, I am still recovering from broken tailbone. I have, you know, hip issues from it. I have like all these things that I know going into setting myself up to climb this mountain in probably August is when it's going to happen. I have to like address some things. So I need to be able to like go to a chiropractor and help, Mm. help my body, like just structurally get aligned. And then also like really I've had some lung damage. I was sick in the summer and I'm pretty sure that I I had COVID and I have recently had a lung um, x-ray and there's like thickening on my lungs and I've been feeling it every time I do aerobics and especially where I live, Mm. I live at, you know, almost 5,600 feet. So I feel it like when I do aerobic activity. And so I need to work on my lungs and I need to like, there are so many base level things that I need to work on before I can hike this mountain successfully that are, that's not even just like, I'm going to go hike a damn mountain, you know? And so I think really like knowing things about myself on a really deep level, like structurally, like how do I, how do I perceive, um, challenges, you know, how can I set myself up for the long term? Um, and then what do I need to do between now and then? And, and, you know, so that's like moving my body every day, like getting myself just, you know, more mobile in a lot of ways. And I think, you know, like you're saying, just like looking at the habits, looking at habits, like creating habits, folding in things that are going to be more sustainable, more long-term. And then also just like knowing what you're working with, like, right. How do, how do you work in the world? You know, if it's like, if you want to have a hundred K year, it's like, okay, you know, are your systems in place? Like, are you organized? <laughs> do you need to hire somebody? Do, you know, yeah. like, what are the things? <laughs> it's what I, I uh, <laughs> you can't manifest without action. Amen. <laughs> like it just because there's a lot of like manifest just manifest just it. manifest like, that shit you can dream that shit all you want but if you aren't taking action mm-hmm. towards those manifestations then shit is not going to happen for you totally it's not going to happen oh i love that so much i going back to your like what you're working with i think that that can be really powerful realization that there are lots of different types of bodies out there mm-hmm. and for me, like part of my like health and wellness origin story that I share is that when I was a teenager, I was told by somebody very close to me, like I was, I was one, I'd always been tall and I have always been heavy set, and, um, I was 13. So like my God, puberty, oh, right? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's a lot happening, but I was told by somebody close to me that, I had the same frame as um, somebody else in my family who was like very lithe, like muscular, but like, so my older sister is like very thin and, um, but very muscular and very strong. And I was told by this person, like, you have the same frame as them. So if you only would just try to lose some weight, you could look like that. Oh my God. And that. Why do people say stuff like that? Like why? Message. <laughs> I think. And, and it was followed with like, and I've told this story on the podcast before and in other places, but it was followed with like, 
I worry about, you know, you're like, it'll be easier for you to make friends. Like, you know, all all these things. And like, I had a lot of friends. Like I didn't have that issue. And, but I'd always like, I was already like well in the thick of an eating disorder. So like this just like padded it on. Right. Mm. And, and I just think our words carry a lot of weight, no pun intended. Uh And, um, just kind of looking at those messages we received as kids and as teenagers and really even to an, an adulthood, like how we're supposed to show up in the world, how our bodies dictate what kind of value we bring and whether we're worthy of love and friendship, et cetera. Like we're, sh- we're, it's not like you're going to see a commercial that says, if you don't lose 50 pounds, nobody will love you. But that messaging is there. It's definitely there. And that mm-hmm. is, it's a new year, but that's the same bullshit, right? That's mm-hmm. not new bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I like to help people unpack the why behind weight loss. Because again, it doesn't, it's fine if you want to lose weight. That's great. Like, mm-hmm. I won't lie to you. Like, that's definitely one of my goals for the, not for the year, but like, it's like, I'm actively working on regaining my health. Totally. And mm-hmm. physically uh, rehabbing my body after birthing three babies in a relatively short time yeah. frame. Uh-huh. Um, but again, unpacking that why and seeing how those messages of love and worthiness and value are infiltrating mm. that space. I love that. Because no, like my sister and I do not have the same frame. We're both athletic. Yes. But like she's an ectomorph, like for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so there's like the three body, like ectomorph, endomorph and mesomorph. Uh-huh. And like, yes, we are genetically related, but are we carry Bodies ourselves very totally different. It yeah. is not the same thing. It is not just like, if you just do exactly what she does, the results will be the same. Right. And that goes for everyone. Right. So anyway, I got heavy fast. Sorry. Can you break that down? Ectomorph, endomorph and... Yes. So ectomorphs, I'm going to, I'm going to pull it up just so I can get it right. But ectomorphs are naturally, um, they tend toward, tend to be leaner. Mm -hmm. Um, and there, so it's different somatotypes, so different physical types. Um, and then endomorphs tend to be naturally, um, rounder mm-hmm. um so they're like so those are like the the extremes of the end so like endomorphs more easy like gain weight a lot more easily than ectomorphs mm-hmm. and then mesomorphs kind of come right in the middle and they're more muscular they have really easily they really easily put on muscle mm-hmm. um they have a bigger build than an ectomorph but they aren't round in the same way like an endomorph so it's just like it's how your body body processes energy so gotcha if you're mm-hmm. ectomorph, you're going to be a lot leaner. Um, I like think of like, you're going to look like the stereotypical cross-country runner. Like a lot of cross-country right. runners are ectomorphs. Right. Mesomorphs, there's your CrossFit athlete. Mm-hmm. Endomorph, there's a like like a normal human in the world. They might not look as athletic, right? Right. So there's not necessarily that you are unhealthy, but you're definitely going to have like a rounder abdomen, wider hips, right. um, et cetera. Yeah. And I think that goes back to just like knowing your body and knowing what you're working with. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, in Ayurveda, it's like the, the different doshas and like, I'm very kapha, like extremely kapha. So like everything for me is really muddy. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) My digestion, my like everything. Right. 
And it, I wasn't totally aware of how cough I was until I started living with somebody who is like, like uh, Vata Pitta. He's like very like mm. fire air, you know, like right. he can just, I mean, it's crazy. Like Pitta over here. <laughs> are you? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Wee. yeah. It's, um, it's, it's kind of mind boggling. And so, but you know, just knowing what you're working with, knowing your body on a deeper level, and then also like seeing people like you doing mm. the things that you aspire to do. And Absolutely. like, like I am um, a couple of weeks ago, posted this video of me doing yoga in a sports bra and my mm. yoga pants. Right. And, um, and it was just like, my whole message was like, you are allowed to take up space in your yoga pants and everywhere else, you know? And I had so many people respond to that because for me, it's a totally, it's a total game changer seeing somebody with my body type doing postures that I didn't think that I could do with my body. And it was spurred by, there's a new teacher at my online yoga studio who has a body similar to mine. And she mm. teaches crow pose a lot in, which is like an arm balancing exercise mm. for those of you out there who don't know. And I have always wanted to do crow pose. It's was like part of my handstand progression, you know, <laughs> but I've just never been able to like imagine myself doing it. And part of that is because I've never really seen somebody like me do that posture. And so when she got up and did it, then I did it. And it was the first time ever. And it was like the week of Thanksgiving. And I was like, holy shit, holy shit, I did it. I did Kronos. Yeah. It was so exciting. And I then and then so I did much. Bird of Paradise, which is like this whole other thing. And I was like, oh my God, I can do this stuff. I mean, I've been doing yoga for like almost half my life, you know, and I'm just now doing some of these postures that I've like never been able to do. So I thought, well, I should just show my body doing these things because my guess is there's a lot of people out there who have the same experience. And I had so many people reach out to me and be like, that was really helpful. And it was a helpful reminder that I'm allowed to take up space in the yoga yeah. world and the health world and in wellness and in my own well-being. And and I think so, you know, it's like if you're if you're re looking to set goals for yourself, finding other people that are doing that, but also in a healthy way, because me as a three, I'm looking at other people and I'm just like, well, I should be able to do what they're doing already. And, you know, I have my own fucking internal dialogue. That's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, you know, finding, finding a mirror that like works for you, like so right. that you can see yourself in that person and also know that like you are in your own body and your own body has its own capabilities and like, and what is that? You know, it's like same thing with business stuff. When I, when I like get business advice from millionaires, although my, uh, like the head of our business club is a millionaire, but like in her story, I can, she's like more attainable for some reason, but it's like when I get business advice from millionaires, I'm just like, Oh God, I'll never make it to that, you know? But if I take business advice from Liz, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag not a millionaire, <laughs> not, not yet, but not yet. <laughs> it just feels so much more attainable. So I guess the message there is just like setting yourself up for attainable goals um, this year as you move forward. If you want to set goals, maybe you're just like, fuck, man, if 2020 has taught me nothing, like <laughs> I'm not going to roll the punches. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think 
to your point, it's that representation matters, yes. right? And we've had that conversation a lot this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, you know, we're both white women, so we can't speak to a lot of this, but right. that's why it's important to show and see other types of bodies, other types of people in the wellness space. Mm-hmm. Wellness is not just for thin white women. Mm-mm. And especially, I see that especially in postpartum. I, when I was working with, um, birth fit, I was so, I, I enjoyed that for the most part, but one of the things I found so discouraging was all of the videos in the program were thin white women. Right. And that is not my postpartum experience. So even when I posted like a silly reel of like doing morning stretches the other day, I was like, well, I still look like four months pregnant here. That's cute. But like, that's also just the like the reality of what my body does postpartum right. when I stop breastfeeding, things will be different, but mm. that's not going to be for a while. So like, this mm-hmm. is my body and this is how I show up in the world. And that can be really hard when the only message we're given is get your body back mm-hmm. or this is what postpartum looks like. Mm-hmm. And if I see one more, I don't, I'm not like trying to harp on this, but it's like, it's really frustrating to be like, see it like a, societally accepted thin person grabbing their like tiny roles and being like, look, I have roles too. And I was like, oh yes. And your body is totally valid. Mm-hmm. And thank you for showing the imperfection. I 100% get that. Mm-hmm. But also girl, you have no idea. Right. Right. Well, and, and, and why do we call it imperfection? You know, that's a fair point. Absolutely. Yeah. And I understand like why, you know, that was the, like the word you chose, but I think that it's just on a deeper level of like, like what is perfect again, let's go back to that. <laughs> right. And also I totally feel you. It's like, like, um, we're all just trying to explore our bodies and like, you know, trying to make your body fit into this category of like, like I, I just kind of wonder why it is that, that thin white women feel like they need to do that. You know, like they need to just be like, here are my roles too. And it's like, why? Cool. You have a body. Yeah. You have a beautiful body. Like I have a beautiful body. Everybody has beautiful bodies. Like we have these magical, amazing bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So again, it's not to like harp on people who have done that. Like I think there can be a lot of power again, power and representation, power and seeing other mm-hmm. people that have stretch marks, but it's still to me, another accepted thin person. Right with a stretch mark. And I'm like, cool. Like that's great. So people will find representation in that, but people who have bodies like mine, you're not seeing that show up as much. Right. So, right. I will show up like that. Right. <laughs> Same Z's. Yep. So, yep. I don't know. And I still, I'm like, I could still do straight sizing. Right. Too. So it's, mm-hmm. it's totally. like, there's even, even more things that could, we could unpack there. Like totally. I am not in the, I am still in a, definitely a very privileged body mm-hmm. um, in society. So I don't know. New year. New year. Maybe it's new year. Same bullshit. Same <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, do you have, maybe we can end this on an up note. So you want to hike the 14er. Do you have any other, any other goals or things that you want to put out in the world? Oh yeah. I'm going to do that handstand. Oh, the handstand. <gasps> yeah, I'm bringing it back. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. I'm bringing it back. I mean, I totally want to lose weight. I'm not, you know, like it's, it's, that's there. And I also, so like, I don't want to sit here and tell people like, you know, don't 
lose weight or whatever. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Like, and it's in my goal set. But I also like my whole life, I've wanted to lose weight. And why, you know, like I want to understand that better. But for me now, the reason I want to lose weight is because I want to be able to do more active things. And I feel, I feel the like weight that my body is carrying when I do, Mm -hmm. you know, certain, um, exercises, asanas, whatever. And so I'm going to probably look for like try to lose some weight okay but that's not gonna be my big goal my big goal is hike a really big ass mountain do a handstand I love that so much yeah that's gonna be amazing yeah (laughs) what about you oh I'm really leaning into um those words that I said earlier that I've already forgotten simplify simplifying connection Mm -hmm. (laughs) and for me I think that looks like really settling into routine. So like, again, I'm just like, have it. I, I've like expanded my team this year and I want to continue doing that. And I want to make a hundred thousand dollars next year Yeah. with the caveat. I want to do it in a way that I feel good about. Mm-hmm. And that is setting my space up. Like, so like, yeah, I could go hustle my ass off and make a hundred thousand dollars but I want to have energy and space to enjoy it. Yes. And so that's, what's important to me here. So I want to feel good about the programs and the services that I'm offering my clients. I want to show up in my business in a way that is sustainable and not driving me to burnout. Mm -hmm. And I want to have that time and space and energy to spend with my family. So I don't feel like I have to constantly check my phone or constantly check in on this sales process or, you know, is everyone doing okay? So like for me, it's like systems simplifying Mm -hmm. towards that big goal of, I want to make a hundred K this year. Yeah. I'm going to make a hundred. You're going to make a hundred K this year. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, My, my business goal this year is to teach 500 women. That's fuck. Yeah. mm -hmm. I want to teach 500 women. What about, do you have a a physical goal that you're interested in? Physical goal. Um, I I haven't, I haven't delved into that. I gotta, I gotta unpack a lot of shit there. Fair enough. Um, I am definitely, I think I want, I, my goal is again, habit based versus Mm -hmm. like number based, but I would like to, intentionally move my body every single day Mm. the stress Mm -hmm. of this move and the world going on and having an eight-month-old um has definitely taken its toll and so for me like I found this dialogue of like if I lose weight I'll feel better I was like well I don't actually think that that's true I think Mm if I make space to intentionally move my body which is what that alarm was going off I don't know if that came up Uh on the recording Uh but it was like (laughs) it's like hey you're gonna go work out in a minute and that can look like anything that can look mm-hmm. like going for a walk that can look like chasing Edith. We have, um, <laughs> you can run a loop through our house. There's two entrances into the basement on either side. So we go up and down and we, when she gets squirrely, we tell her like, go see if you can beat your time. And she races. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing. Perfect. So it could be that it could be doing a CrossFit or street parking workout or whatever. I think doing that always makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. And then I'll generally like I'm a mesomorph, so I naturally add muscle very quickly. Mm. So I naturally start to feel better in my body and show up better. So that's, that's for me, I think is just intentionally moving my body every day. I love that. I love that so much. That's great. Yay. Well, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year, everybody. Cheersing you from Oregon and 
Colorado, not California. Snowy Colorado. <laughs> yeah, definitely not California. Not near an ocean. Um, <laughs> not. Sweet. Well, hey, friends out there, if you would like, we would love to hear how you're taking on the new year, what your intentions, goals, anti-goals, whatever it is. Yeah. Hey, send us a voice memo yeah. and we'll unpack them next episode. Yeah. Sounds great. Sweet. All right. See you next time. Yay.